The current spoiler warning level is crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of crimson. We're talking about a machine and its history and many like successors and variants from Mobile Suit Gundam 00. Um, and I would like to be able to say that because we start with the version from the end of season one and then progress forward that you could start out and not be spoiled if you've, you know, seen season one, but not the rest of the show. Uh, but unfortunately I happened to make a, a, a joke about spoilers from the movie at the very beginning of the episode. The whole thing is, is a whole, th- you have to see the whole, s- I'm sorry, whole series spoilers. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista and G. It is once again request time. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. And uh, we have opened this uh, this list of listener requests. If you want to get on the list, great news. Just tell us and we'll put you on. You can hit me up at Six Detmar on Twitter. That's probably the easiest way. If you happen to be in a Discord I'm in, you can message me there. I don't really care. Just let me know and you'll get added. But first, we got to roll. Are you excited, Dylan? Yeah. Blow really hard on your mic. It sounds really good. Just blow on the dice for luck. <laughs> All right. Great. <laughs> uh, first half. Okay. And then... Oh, okay. Well, this is another spoiler episode, but that's how it goes sometimes. Oh. Oh, hey. That's fine. Uh... Oh, did you see me highlight it? Uh, is it the Jinx? It's the Jinx. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I God. Can't I mean, you know, it would have been really hard to guess after I said GNX, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the GNX 603T GNX, or the Jinx for short. Uh, so the Jinx. This is a funny one, because we've actually talked about one Jinx in the past. Yes, we have, and well, and the trilobite, which is developed from the Jinx, but uh, well, that's that's what that was part of the trilobite conversation, right? Yeah, the... I think so. We talked about the Superbia, right? Yeah, uh, which was the ninja one, mm-hmm. and then we didn't talk about any other one, right? No. Okay, just making no. sure. Okay, so this is going to be a big one still. All right, the Jinx. This is a mass production mobile suit designed towards the end of Gundam Double O Season One. Using leaked G- uh, GN drive technology, uh, these are mass-produced suits used by all three of the world's superpowers in order to combat uh, celestial being. Uh, these they they make I, I know there's like a limited number of these. Okay, there were thirty of them built, and then they were distributed uh, to each of the world power blocks. So each one got ten, and they would generally travel in groups of ten. Um, so they were able to over, even though like the performance of one of these does not necessarily equal the same as the Gundams, ten of them is still pretty strong. Yeah, these things fucking rule. By the way, I love these designs. So, Double O has that thing going on where like a lot of people talk about like how cool it is that the designs are grounded, and I agree. But that's what makes these even cooler, right? Because then all the nations get this upgrade suit. That is supposed to be better than all the things they have, like better than the flags, better than the Tyrans, etc. And they look like weird alien things, <laughs> is what they look like. And then later on, they get absorbed and used by the weird alien things. Yeah. These things rule, though. I love the Jinx. I love, like, every Jinx variant, so I'm very excited about this. So, for the base Jinx, the head, you've got this, like, really cool head with, like, a single forehead eye. And then, like, for the face... <clears throat> It's got, like, this almost, not quite an X shape, kind of, like, a, like a bit of an X, but, like, if you added a little, like, gap between the top and bottom prongs, mm-hmm. um, which contain even more eyes. It has five eyes total, if you count the forehead one. Um, so, it, I, I love that eye setup already. It does have head Vulcans. Uh, these are, I believe, GN Vulcans, technically, like, beam Vulcans. Mm-hmm. Um... 
I will say this head is a bit of a tragedy just because every time they put it in a breaker game, they just squash the shit out of it and give it like two polygons and it looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it has issues in some of the breaker games. Um, the sides of the head, uh, you've got these two big round parts. You can't really see the rest of the head, though, because, you know, it's like very sunken into or the chest has like a big collar that goes around it. <clears throat> this is the important thing to know about the head, though. I'm going to pull it up on the uh, on Dalong's website because the head has a very important feature. And it has an extremely cool fucking neck that you don't really get to see because of the design. But, like, that pops up in things because they're like, well, it needs a neck. Uh, let me find it real quick. I know Dalong. Is it the way Is it way the head opens and closes? No, 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 no. Because that's very cool. It's the weird snake neck going on with it. I might not know about the weird snake neck. Uh, let me see if I can find a good picture of that. That's problem is, it's hard to find a good picture of it because, well... You know, you have to you'd have to remove it. Ah, oh, Dylan does not have a picture of the neck. Uh, let me uh, but yeah, go the, into the instructions. Um, while Dylan's looking, the four eyes um have like the like sort of like a metal piece in between, and that actually moves. And when it's not an activation, it closes up, and there's just this X with no eyes visible. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, okay. Oh, it's on the body. He has the neck. I think. Uh, let's see. Where is that at? Oh no. Desperately trying to find a picture of this weird-ass neck. And I'm not finding it because I don't know why he doesn't have a picture of it. Huh. Well, uh, either way, the neck on this suit is really weird-looking. It's got, like, a bunch of segments, basically, uh, going down it. Hmm. Um, And the way it plugs in, I just think, is really cool. And I'm sad more models and whatnot, or that, like, more people don't show that off with it. Oh, actually, I have a good idea on how to find that. I'm just going to look in the manual. I didn't even think about that. If I go into the manual, I can show that. Uh, here. There's... Da, 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 da. I have to find him connecting it. Okay, yeah, here we go. A little hard to see, but... um. Uh, I see. Yeah, you see how it has like that weird angle and it has a bunch of segments on the bottom? The implication is supposed to be, I think, that the neck is, like, able to, like, you know, like, move or stretch out and stuff. And I hmm. really like that. Um, like I said, it has a, it, it would be better if I could find the actual pieces, but unfortunately no one's taking pictures of the damn thing. Just got this cool neck underneath, though, that I think just looks really neat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because the head has a weird shape, because as mentioned, when you hit the torso, the torso just has this giant collar going around the head. Um, also on the torso, you've got, like, on the upper part, you've got almost, like, a separate piece that's connected for, like, the breastplate, where it's got, like, these two giant binders that are swept back, um, on the breastplate. The purpose of them is unclear, at least to me, but, yes. I believe these are able to, uh, well, given that they're able to move on the models and stuff, um, intentionally... I think they are meant for AMBAC. They oh, and they're also GN particle generators, so they're for helping. Uh, I see. I presume generate GN particles. They so they're basically for doing G, uh, GN AMBAC bullshit. <laughs> okay, sure. Which I just think looks really cool. Um, the size of the torso, you've got very distinct, like you know, sides to it. Um, the not a lot of detail on them themselves. Just uh, armor. Uh, the middle part is really cool. You've got this like circular round part. It, it, it's done like a GN suit, right? You've got like the big circle that kind of shows like a clear color that lights up when it's doing GN stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very small waist connector. Uh, the shoulders, you've got, again, weird shapes going on. You've got these very round shoulders. Like you've got armor going up uh, and around like, you know, circular armor, like, around the middle circle of the shoulder. Then you've got, like, a layer of this, uh, like, a, a gray circle on the outside, and then finally capping off, like, the shoulder, you've got these little bits of shoulder armor with, like, a little point on them. Uh, like, a wedge, maybe, is a better way to describe that. You've got these, like, little wedges mm-hmm. sticking out of the shoulders. Um, for the arms themselves, you've got 
a double a very obvious double joint because you've got like a bicep with a with an elbow another like set another joint and then the lower arm itself um just think this looks really cool uh the lower arm you've got the mount for the shield is actually pretty visible you've got like this cool slit going down the uh the part of the uh arm armor and it's mm-hmm. also got these like little circles where the joint uh the lower joint is um the hands are incredibly cool because you've got these cool hand guards, nice circular detail on the back of the hand guard, and the hands have fucking these real fucked up fingers that have like a, a layer that is um they, they they have armor basically over them, so they have mm-hmm. claws. Uh, so like the fingers themselves are pointy, but then you also have these like pointy gauntlet pieces that like you know if the hands were fully like you know the fingers fully extended they would just look like the hands but then it can curl the fingers one extra step and it still has the claws i just i like yeah. the way these look combine that with how like slender the forearm is and you kind of get the sense that like i mean you've it's never seen doing this but it gives you the like aesthetic feeling that it could like bunch up its hand and like you know just stab through things uh the gian claws are it can be used as melee weapons actually but not like you never see it like like punch through something with them. They like uh, scratch with them. Yeah, with them. sadly, yeah, and you, know, you don't get to see it do that. Even though it totally should be able to, because it looks cool as hell if it were um, to great. do that. Uh, anyway, moving on, uh, we've also got the waist. Uh, is th- this is where the cockpit is, if I remember right? And it's like this. I mean, you know, it, it, a very turn A ish cockpit where it is literally the crotch piece that is the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually has two more binders on the sides of it that are swept backwards and down. They're similar to the chest ones, slightly bigger, um, which form yet another X kind of with the top binders, just like how the face has the X. The Jinx has a lot of X motifs going on. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, I really like these, uh, thighs. Like you've got like these cool upper thighs with like, you, again, you you actually have a lot of visible double joints happening here, which I think is cool because you can see like the joints on the upper thigh there, that you know where the leg rotates on, um, and it's got like these little scoops uh, to the sides of the joint, um, and then you've got like a little bit of gray you know leg armor, and then you've got the lower joint for the lower leg, um, so it, it's just got a double jointed leg also. Uh, the little back of the leg part has a. Uh, an obvious flap that can move up and down. I think there's a little GN like thruster thing back there. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Um, the legs themselves, very smooth, sort of organic design. Like, you know, they have this very rounded shape to them. Um, I love these ankle armors. The ankle armor is actually similar to the hand armor where it's got like the circle and the little, uh, like gray square detail. Um, which I really like. Uh, and then the feet, you've got these, Cool, very flat feet. Um, so they've got like, got another visible joint on like the foot itself. The front foot armor then has like a, uh, it protrudes down, and then you've got these very flat toes attached to it. And then the heel is just connected directly to the foot joint on the back. And the heel actually has like a little piece that kicks out to add a little bit more heel for stabilization, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a back of the uh, ankle armor. Uh, finally, on the back skirt itself, there's also a thruster uh, in like uh, in a cool little housing that yeah. is just like this swept back thruster. Uh, no backpack because it just has a GN drive plugged into the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, Cal, of course, but you know this guy rules. It's a very cool machine, um, and I think like I'm always really fond of just the sort of like the the generalists right like if you look at this thing's armaments it has the claws but otherwise it has a very cool shield um that we'll talk about in a sec a beam saber and a rifle and i always really like it when armaments are just like no it's the fucking fundamentals done well mm-hmm. it's an excellent machine um i love the rifle on this uh specifically i like the long rifle design uh more so than the base beam rifle uh, mm-hmm. but it has a beam rifle uh you know it is uh, it, I mean, it's it's a beam rifle, which is important for people on Earth to have in a double O. Yep. Uh, it is actually also able to, uh, if if tuned correctly, it can actually penetrate like GN fields and whatnot. Um, 
The rifle actually has a big condenser that is filled with particles uh, prior to launch. That way, uh, it's not wasting like the suit's particle count uh, itself. That makes um, sense. Does have uh, the a long barrel? The long barrel <clears throat> it just increases the range. It doesn't actually have uh, as much firepower, and it can't rapid fire as much. But it increases, like you know, presumably the long barrel increases the velocity of the beam coming out, which I know doesn't really work with beams but whatever um, whatever you don't know how gm particles do yeah gm particles just kind of do things. we did a whole lot of, we did a whole episode about them we still don't really know how they work because it's bullshit yeah but yeah the uh the long barrel is just for making it so it's able to snipe it can't do as much rapid fire with it on but doesn't matter because it looks cooler <laughs> um yeah and then it has gm beam sabers uh these are stored in the thigh armor um the little flap that's at the top of the thigh pops down and then the saber pops out of the leg uh, which I think is really cool. Uh, finally, uh, it has the GN uh, Vulcans on the head. Uh, these are similar to the ones on the Exia's forearms, the ones that the Exia never uses in the show, if I remember right. Um, they're, 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 they're just basically beams. Uh, it, even though they're beam Vulcans, it basically mentions that they're still useless. Uh, it, it, other than for shooting things down. They do shoot down the GN Fangs from the Gundam Thrones Vi, so, you know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we mentioned the claws. Finally, the shield. This is a really cool shield design. Um, you've got, like, a... It's funny, because I actually have some of these on my desk, because I have that, uh, Astraea Type-X Finsternus, which actually has some of these shields, too. Um... The shield is like, uh, uh, you've got the main body of the shield, which is like, you know, a flat plate. Uh, but then in the middle of it, so you've got this kind of cross guard affixed to it, where the top and bottom part of the of the, of the cross uh, are like, it's like this, how to describe it? It's a piece that can pull out and rotate, right, around the circle that's in the middle of the yeah, shield. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a propeller, almost. And this is a thing that is like a, a newer version of a technology you've seen up to this point in Double O, which is why it is like this. Like, they have the technology just to pro- project a GN shield, like a barrier, but... When building this machine, they're like, but pilots are used to this. Our pilots are going to be used to this style of shield we have called the defense rod, where it's this thing that's like a basically like a propeller that spins and knocks shots away. And so we'll have it do that. But while it's doing that trail GN particles to generate a field. Yep. It's pretty cool. Um, I love the way that this looks like when it's in action. Um, But yeah, this is just a cool. This is a cool suit. Um. Uh, there's a couple of different color schemes. You have the base color scheme, which is like uh, just gray on gray uh, with a purple color for the, um, you know, like the eyes and whatnot. You got mm-hmm. the Earth Federation type, which here looks a bit more like a blue with a hint of purple. But on the model kit, it's very much like a baby blue, like a light blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just like the Earth Space Force type. Uh, but yeah... This is just, I don't know, it's just a cool design IMO. Um, many variants, which we will talk about. Um, including, I guess, one that it's I de- feel like... developed from, maybe? No, we can't go down that. That's going to be a whole, that's going to be the Thrones. Yeah, we'll talk about that with the Thrones. Uh, we don't need to talk about the Trilobite or, the, or any of that, because, you know, we got that. We should probably do the 604 and then move on. Uh, which one's the 604? The Advanced Jinx. Oh, right, and then, uh, we'll do... Okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the the Jinx 604T Advanced Jinx. Uh, this is just, uh, an upgraded Jinx. Um, these are later production ones, uh, that just have a couple of extra, uh, developments on them based on requests for the, uh, from, you know, Jinx pilots. Um, I love this design. So, main so change... Cool. <laughs> The forehead uh, now has uh, a commander antenna, and the way they implement it is really cool. So it does lose that central eye, but it's got this, like, really... It's almost like a shark fin type of antenna. Mm-hmm. It looks really neat. Um, the sh- shoulders, at the end of the shoulders, instead of having those little wedges, it now has a defense rod on each shoulder. Like the uh, the ones you mentioned with the shield, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it just has like you know the built-in defense, uh, like that. I I really like the way that the the effect that these uh, rods have on the shoulder. It now. does generally have that, but you can. It's the mount can also mount a mega launcher. Uh, so sometimes you just do one. Shoulder. Oh, I I imagine yeah. We'll talk about the mega launcher I think with the Jinx too, but yeah. Right, right. But just worth noting here that you can it strap can. it on here if you yeah. want. Um, no other real changes to the arms or the uh, waist, though the thighs have changed. We've actually added some extra GN verniers to the thighs. I love mm-hmm. the shape of these. Again, this is something I really like the design of. Uh, I just think these thighs look really cool like this. I I kind of love, like, and genuinely, I love that the, you know, the story for this thing is that it was made in, as you say, in response to, like, ace pilot feedback, right? And so they get the Jinx, and it is so much superior to any machine they've piloted, especially in, like, agility and maneuverability, that it feels like a different, like, world of technology, and then they get used to it, and they're like, yeah, but this isn't agile enough. <laughs> yeah, we can still add, <laughs> add more. more verniers, please. Yep. And then the back of the legs, uh, they're, they're not really, like, I don't think there's extra verniers added to the back of the, the, the other movable piece of the armor, but it does look like they're a little bit more reinforced, like there's this big gray piece in the middle of them now. I really mm-hmm. like the look on them. Uh, nothing else changes with the legs, though. Uh, armaments, we get a, quite a few changes. Um, firstly, we have the advanced GN beam rifle. It is actually a GN beam rifle with almost like a middle barrel, right? Like, mm-hmm. it is not quite as long as the long barrel, uh, but what it is is a barrel that is designed to um, allow the pilot... I think it can engage at a longer range, but also the pilot can adjust the settings of this as they go. Um, so they can actually adjust like the accuracy rate of fire and attack power. Um it also has a single GN beam saber mounted on the underside. Because of the change to the thighs, they can't mount the beam sabers in the thighs anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, instead, this has a bayonet on the beam rifle uh, that is just a beam saber stuck in the bottom. It can also pull the beam saber out and use it. I, I like how, like, this doesn't look jank at all. It looks like a pretty elegant piece of technology, but it doesn't look, like, streamlined in the way that the, the Jinx, regular Jinx's rifles do, where they're, like, they're you know, a draft that hasn't had play testing yet, right? Yeah. Oh, actually, also should know, uh, besides adding, like, the middle size barrel, it also adds a scope onto the top middle, which is kind of neat. No. Like a classic Gundam-style little camera. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not as elegant, but I guess that makes sense, because the original Jinxes were not actually made by the Earth Forces. They were made by uh, Alejandra Corner donating them to the Earth Forces, and then these were refinements. Yeah, I think, like, you know, Six, you know, is trying to rope in real world military tech. But like a thing you'll note about like actual military hardware that sees regular use is it doesn't look sleek. The stuff that looks sleek is the stuff that doesn't end up getting adopted and they end up adopting a more jank version of it because it's more practical. Mm-hmm. Um, The other new thing, which is this is why I love this suit, is it has a proto GN lance which is a prototype mm-hmm. of the GN Lance used by the Jinx 3s. Uh, I like the design of this uh, GN Lance, though, a lot. Uh, specifically, it is designed in a very different way than the other ones. The other ones are just designed like more like a standard Lance. Uh, the it's, it's interesting, though, because here, if you look at it, it's actually... It's it's got like a really thick base basically, and I like that about it. Like, and it, well, that's because it's the rifle. Yeah, it's 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 built on the it's built on the core of a rifle also. Yeah, which is really cool. Uh, I like that though. I like how beefy the base of this is, and I like the way that like it has the handles for it. Like it has a sight. Like the way it just feels sturdier to me than the normal Jinx lance is the thing. Sure, and I think yeah, that's I why that. I like this a lot. Um. But yeah, the Proto-G and Lance uh, does have the uh, machine gun built into it. You can still see the barrels for those. Um, I just I, I just like this one a lot. Uh, plus, I, I like pole arms. So. Um, still has the Vulcan, still has the G and Claw, and it can still actually use the long barrel uh, rifle as well. If you want like the longer barrel attachment, even though the medium barrel attachment is technically better. You also get some great art in the gallery because one of the variants we get, um, not notable enough to have its own entry, but you have the Deborah Galliena use 
which is just like a salmon pink and white one, and it just mm-hmm. looks really good. Yep, they did a model of that one too, because they did yeah, P-Bandize they did. of both of these, and I want... I actually want the red one more, because the only problem I have with the base Advanced Jinx colors is it doesn't come across here, because it's like it's like a purplish blue. Oh, is it the, is it the, is it the Gunpla purple problem? Uh, well, they do it in more of a blue, and it looks like cop colors to me. Ah, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot more copy in, uh, on the, uh, Master Grade. It, they, 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 yeah, it's the, the eternal purple problem of, uh, we need a color as close to purple as we can get, but we always have trouble with purple, so... Yeah, uh, I don't understand it. I don't know why why that's the one co- I mean I'm sure there are like I'm not saying like I don't understand like how do you keep fucking this up I'm saying it like clearly there is some issue that I just do not understand because otherwise they would have fixed it by now yeah here like uh I'll, I'll show you real quick uh a picture of it um and you'll see what I mean I think uh it, it just leans a bit more on blue basically you see what I mean? It's like a really deep navy. Yeah, this it's is like, like the a new navy, Gundams. navy blue. Yeah, yeah, blue. Yeah, which is not what it looks yeah. like in the art. <laughs> no. Uh, which makes me a little sad. But yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, this is just a cool machine. Uh, it's just a cool advanced like uh, variant used by you know Aces. Uh, very limited production run. Apparently had an extremely high mission accomplishment rate. I bet. At one point, piloted by Amy Zimbalist. What a fuck! I, I love Double O's names. They're not the same as Tamino names, but no, I do like them. Amy Zimbalist. Uh, he is an ace for the United Nations Forces and later for the Earth Sphere Federation Army. And he just uses. He's known for using the Jinx, uh, advanced Jinx. Uh, I hate looking at him though, because I don't like his smile. Uh, here, look at this art. I hate him. <laughs> Something about that smile looks, makes me mad. He, okay, he looks like he is a really well-made, like, sculpture, right? That is starting to melt, and the mouth <laughs> is about to fall off. Yeah, there's, like, too it's much of a distance so... between his mouth and his eyes. It's just sliding down his face. <laughs> uh, like you bought an ice cream, like a character <laughs> ice cream, and it started melting. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, similar, similar problem, actually, with... Deborah Galliena, just something that 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 left eye doesn't look right. Just melting, it's fine. Just melting, it's fine. Yes. yes All yes. right, but yeah. So the advanced jinx, though, probably one of my favorite jinxes. There's another jinx I really like, though, and we'll get to it because we're just gonna go through all of them, I assume. Uh, next up, though, we're gonna talk about. Even though the advanced jinx does lead into the jinx three, uh, it feels weird talking about that before we talk about the jinx two. Uh, so the Jinx 2 is a funny design. And it, mainly because when we talk about the base Jinx 2, there's not a lot going on here that's different. Um, no. The primary difference is the upper binders have been shortened. They're pointier now and shortened. And if you look at the shoulders, it just has it doesn't have the wedge armor anymore. It's just um, flat. Kind of like the Jinx 3 when we get to it. And for the base form of the Jinx 2... No unique armaments. However, there are two ba- variants of the Jinx 2 that make it special. And mm-hmm. these are really cool. Uh, going off letter order, I guess, uh, we'll talk about the sword first. The uh, Jinx, the GNX 607T slash AC. Um, this thing is cool. So it doesn't change too much more, but what it does change is notable. One, it gets a close combat, like, head redesign, which is, like, it's this weird set of cameras put onto the forehead. Um, like, they have cameras in them, just like how the face does. It's just, like, this pointy bit of armor that has, like, some slits in it, and I really like the way this looks. Mm-hmm. Um. The... Other major change is it has a giant sword put onto the left shoulder. The yes, this is a sword. yeah, and you may you may be thinking like in practical combat, what the hell is the point of this? And it's like, well, it's for dealing with celestial being. It's for punching through GN fields. Yep. Um, I believe also it's kind of funny because uh, let me look at the design of this. 
I, to I, me, it doesn't look all that reminiscent of the uh, the one on this Vi at all. No, no, no. I was thinking, though, it might look similar to the one on the Jinx 4. Because hmm. the Jinx 4 has a Buster Sword also. And I was... Well, I mean, you know, they're family. That would make sense. Yeah, I was just curious um, if it was, like, the same design. But anyway, uh, yeah. So the Buster Sword, though, it's it's a cool sword. It's just a big sword, and it goes with the, um, you know. Uh, uh, yes, it is a similar design, uh, even though it's not mentioned here that it's the same. Um, I will also say, if you like the uh, Gundam uh, 007 swords, you better say thank you to Fawn Spock for passing this on, to Ian <laughs> stealing Vashti. one of these. Yeah, I cannot to... imagine Fawn Spock and Ian talking at the same time. Like, they... <laughs> I know that Fawn Spock is a double O character, but he does not feel like he exists in the same universe as all the other double O characters. What do you mean? Haven't you seen that scene of him clapping because Lockon finally did what he told him to? I hate, I hate this. <laughs> Fawn Spock's so good. It's he's so good. good. He's such a, he sucks <laughs> so much and he's, he's almost an awful character, but he wraps around to being great. Yeah, it really is one of those classic examples of like, yeah, so bad it's good. He's perfect. Um, the other uh, variant is the GNX-607T BW, the Jinx 2 Cannon. Uh, slightly mm-hmm. less exciting of an upgrade here uh, for the forehead, though I think this is still a cool design. Um, this, it basically just juts out the whole face, and it has like a central camera with four eyes around it. I like, I do like this in, a, in its own way. I like the sword one a bit more, but... And this one puts a giant uh, GN cannon on the right arm. I like the way that this GN cannon looks. It's mounted on the right arm. It has a handle that's kind of offset so that it can still be held onto the shoulder when firing, which I think looks cool. Um, Just a cool big shoulder cannon. What are your thoughts on the face of it, though? Like I said, I, I like it. Um, the fact that bet- it has... Um, it just, like- it's, it's like if a normal Jinx face became a scope. I guess what I'm trying to get you to, to to tell me, what I don't want to admit, is I feel like it's giving me deja vu, but I don't know to what. I feel like um, it's it's evo- evoking another Gundam design. I don't know. I'm sorry, I do not know. Not at a glance, at least. Maybe I'm thinking of the Jesta with, like, the NVGs? No, because those look... Those are, like, doofy-looking, and they're, like, these fragile scopes on them. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I don't know what I'm thinking of. I didn't want to uh, say that. Is it possibly right. the grays? The bald? It might... I mean, it's I... the same designer, too. You prob- you're probably right. I bet it's... Let me pull up the grays just to... Well, when, like, the grays opens up and it has the camera. In the... Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. yes. same okay, designer. thank you. We got So there. that's why. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, that is what I was thinking of. All right. Um. Yeah. So, overall, though... um. You know, this is a canon variant. It's not too much different again, but it's fine. Uh, now, we talk about one that I have the most mixed feelings on. It's going to be, I assume, the Jinx 3 would be next, right? Yeah, you've, you got mixed feelings on the 3? Yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, my main problem with the 3 is basically it's just a less exciting Jinx in design. Um, okay, so the head is the same. The torso, we've removed the upper binders entirely now. They're, it's just like the breastplate, but the binders mm-hmm. are barely there. And then when you get to the, the, the... All the other things are the same as like the Jinx one, other than the uh, shoulders, which are the same as the Jinx 2's flat shoulders. Um, the waist, though, also is just smaller binders. Which I don't like either as much. Yeah, um, that's fair. I, I like the color scheme of it. I think it looks good there, and I like the lance, but that's those are like yeah, that's basically that's not really that's not really the the Jinx three itself. The Jinx three as just like a you look at the base design. I think you're right. Yeah, uh, there was almost an insanely exciting one that we got. Uh, imagine had we gotten this custom Jinx three for Patrick Colasar with its ridiculous uh, antenna and fucking like Bonox Amon designed. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> That would have been all right. This was in Ebikawa's uh, art book. Um, he made a custom Jinx for uh, for Patrick, and then decided against, they decided against using it, which is so funny. Um, actually, I think my favorite color of this, though, 
the ALOS type with, like, the red and the white is okay. It's, like, this really deep, like, deep blood like red, almost. Yeah. <laughs> or wine red. Um, then you've got the Earth Federation colors, which are boring. They're just, like, you know, light blue again. Then we've got the Colony Corporation ones. I kind of love this for being weird. It's, like, yellow and tan. It is a strange-looking color, yeah. It's, like, a very bright yellow, though. Yeah, not, like, a normal yellow. It's, like, a slightly desaturated yellow. I think it's kind of cool. Um, okay, so I see it developed into with the ahead here. Can we please save the aheads for their own episode? Yeah, we're, we're going to do the Jinx 4, and then I think we're probably going to call it a day. Yeah. Um, I will also note real quick, um, there is a, in, in it's a one-off in a Build Fighters, but they have a Jinx 3, basically they have a Jinx 3 sword, and it looks kind of cool. Yeah. It's not a full variant, they just put a sword on it, but, you know. Yeah. Uh... And then there's the Jinx 4 now. The Jinx 4 coming way later than all these other ones. Uh, let's see, did it come from anything? Oh, it came from the Superbia Jinx, which we technically talked about. So, the Jinx 4. I love this design. This is my favorite Jinx, I think, um, overall. So I will say I hate the colors. Uh, I like the commander colors. Let me find the commander color. Okay, yes, yes. Because okay. they're just gray. Actually... They're not just gray. Um, I really like uh, the color that they did for them on the kit. Uh, let me show that real quick because I own that. Uh, okay. The regular colors for it are just like mildew. They look bad. Yeah, the green, it's not great. But uh, let me see. My models. Uh, this is a this is actually an issue where I think the model sheet uh, for the movie is gray, but I think in the movie they do come across more like in between gray and uh, the color of the um, model kit, which is... Where is it? Ah, here it is. Uh, the model kit almost makes it like this... It, it's like gray, but with a bit of brown to it. Hmm, interesting. Which I actually really like the color of. Um, Got like a closer up shot here. You see what I mean, right? Like it's got like I a do, little bit yeah. of brown to it. I actually like that though about it. Um, But yeah, so the Jinx... Four. Uh, the head is changed now completely. Um, well, not really. It has a V-fin now, basically, but it, I like the way that the V-fin looks. It also has a bit, um, the head's a little bit, like, where the Vulcans are, it looks like it has a bit more of a sharp, like, angle there. Well, if you look at a close-up, the face is, like, has a same basic aesthetic from a distance, but the way it's done is very different. It cannot yeah. close up anymore, it, and two of the eyes are completely detached. Yeah, two of the eyes are now on, like, it's almost got, like, a Gundam faceplate, but it's got, like, two eyes on the cheeks. I love this white faceplate. I think that's the thing it looks, I like most. It looks sick. It looks great. Yeah, I think the white faceplate is what I really like on this, like, on the commander type, especially. Um, the torso now has been simplified further, which... It's probably my least favorite part about it, where the breastplate is now just, like, fully just, like, a weird pointy, like, you know, it's got pointed armor on either side, and it's just a it very It looks like a batarang. Kind of does look like a batarang. Um, the sides of the torso also are still, like, you know, very simple. Without having the big chest piece there, actually, it makes evident how simple this torso is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, the shoulders are pretty cool. The shoulders have... Uh, these thrusters uh, on the back of them, which I think it looks really cool, like uh, on the back part of the armor, the back half. Uh, and then you've got these two tiny shields on the, the end caps of the uh, shoulders, which are, they're actually hard points that can be used to mount other equipment. Um, moving on down, uh, the arms are basically the same design, uh, you know, still have the claws and everything. Uh, the waist, you also get a pretty significant change. It still has the cockpit going on with the, uh, you know, large crotch piece. But you actually have proper skirts going on now, like Gundam-style skirts. Uh, these also have Vulcans in them, which I think is kind of cool. It's got, like, big skirt Vulcans slash machine mm -hmm. guns. Um, but yeah, it's got, like, two, you know, front plates, two side plates. Uh, and then you've got on the rear plate, just one big rear plate that's all kind of bound together uh, and has some thrusters on it. Uh, for the legs, the upper legs, uh, they're interesting because they have like the scoops from the original Jinx design like of thigh. But you've got like these big pieces for like the knees now uh, that kind of just stick down and out. Um, back of the leg is the same. 
the rest of the leg is actually also the same as the Jinx. Um, this one we know is very similar also because this one actually has a cancelled model. Uh, because a lot of Double O movie designs got cancelled as models. But we had actually seen this one. Let me share this with you, Six, because I always love saving the cancelled models. Where are they at? Hold on. Uh, here we go. Uh, check this out. This is a preview for an MG Jinx 4 that never happened. Seemingly. Huh. Uh-huh. It does seem a little low detail for an MG. Uh, it does, but you, but look at the original Jinx also on the left yeah. there. The original That's Jinx fair. MG is also, I mean, you know, they're both like... This, this also seems to be like a prototype of it, but yeah, I'm a little sad. Uh, okay, we do unfortunately have three more to talk about still. Oh, yeah. Well, real quick, though. One of them. Oh, oh I was okay. just going to talk about the Jinx's equipment first. The Jinx oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, firstly, it has a, be- uh, has a GN uh, beam rifle. Uh, the beam rifle, uh, much like the normal Jinx, has two configurations, a short and a long rifle. They're just, uh, but it is an entirely new design. Um, I do like the designs of these, actually. I'm going to link these to you from this uh, yeah. line because Since they are fully new designs, it is just like, oh, the long rifle is just a better gun. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the rifle design, actually, here, though. It's, they're neat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it has the uh, a GN Buster Sword, which is reminiscent of the one on the uh, Jinx 2 Sword. It actually mentions it in this article. It just doesn't mention it on the Jinx 2 article that they're basically the same one. Um, it can also deploy a GN shield, uh, GN field on the sword, which is pretty ridiculous that they did that, but sure. Um, the, um, other changes now are, it can also use the non-GN bazooka, which I did forget to mention on the Jinx 3, because the Jinx 3 does use that. Uh, the NGN bazooka. Yes. These are, this is a cool bazooka design, uh, for Gundam. Just this very, like, just a very... Fancy, smooth bazooka. Um, the bottom of it looks really interesting. Uh, not not so much in this art, but you like you see like the art in the gallery of it wielding them, and it's got this weird like rippling metal look to it almost. Uh, well, are you looking at the art of the one that's infected by the else holding it? Oh, you know what? That would probably do it, wouldn't yes. it? Yes, yes, that'll do it. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then um. Finally, it has some new GN shields. These are really cool shields. Uh, these are actually mounted on the shoulders, not on the arms. Uh, and it can mount up to two of them, technically, because, you know, these are the larger versions of the ones you can mount. Uh, they have mm-hmm. little uh, GN hand grenades uh, in them. And they also have this cool splitting effect that I really like. Like, they split open at the bottom. And they can, um, you know, uh, emit a field. And, of course, having two of them just makes a stronger field sure uh i love these i love shoulder shields is the thing so this is just a really cool design point to me having these um finally one other bit of extra equipment it can have uh it can actually have uh extra particle tanks uh that are equipped on the shoulders uh these are just larger shoulder equipments um see if we have a picture of the oh yeah here um you can see it, yeah, from the back on that art, or, like, on this art here. So mm-hmm. this looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, they're not just, they're not just tanks, they also appear to be able to emit as, as thrusters. thrusters. Yeah, they're, they're, they're tanks in the way that, they, they're like when they put the thrusters on the propellant tank, which makes it so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they also have a, a long-range booster you can equip. Yep, it's the same type as the Ahead's long-range booster, so it's just this big singular backpack piece that is put over the GN drive. Um, and yeah, so I like this equipment set. I like the Jinx 4 a lot. I just think it's a cool final Jinx design. I really love when, like, you know, you have them dual wielding the shields and doing, like, these really cool GN fields. Um, I just think it's cool. Uh, so for variants, uh, which one first? Uh, we should probably just start with the easy one, the core fighter. Yep. Uh, well, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the else ones. Oh, no, I don't think they're worth separating out. Okay, fine. Uh, so, the core fighter variant. This changes the waist. This one's interesting, because 
This one's only real difference is in the waist, but it changes it in a kind of cool way. Instead of having like the separated skirts and everything, it kind of goes back to almost like the Jinx 3s is maybe what it reminds me most of. Uh, like where you've got like these, you know, side binders that aren't like super long, but have like thrusters on them. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is just designed so that the cockpit can basically detach all the way and become a core fighter. Um, I assume also just given the design of the core fighter that maybe it has some higher mobility because it has these big thrusters on the sides, but I don't know for sure. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Very similar to how the Tournay's core fighter works, even the wiki notes that. Says it might be a reference. I don't think that's the case necessarily. I just think that it just happens to work out when you do a crotch-mounted cockpit. When you decide, oh, what if I make it into a core fighter that it's going to be similar to the one other one in Gundam. Uh, Sure. But yeah. Uh, And then we've got... Oh god, I forgot about all these variants. Right, okay. We've got the Accelerate Jinx. Yes. Which okay. I like a lot. Accelerate Jinx is a fun boy. Um, oh. This is... Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, this one's piloted by the fake Patrick. Yes. It's even in uh, his colors, actually, because remember... And using his married name. Oh, yeah, Patrick Mannequin, right. Um, yeah, so this is um, non... This is, you know, non-canon. This is from manga, whatever. Um, but... Yeah, it's this fun Jinx with really sick shoulders and an even cooler head and ski feet. Yep. Uh, the ski feet can also be equipped onto the shoulders, too. Uh, its armaments are also really cool. Um, it's got a shield with, like, the long rifle barrel built into it. Uh, the shield is also made of the rear skirt piece from the uh, regular Jinx. Like, you can see it on the uh, the arm there. Um if you look at it, you see how it's like just the regular. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's the Jinx skirt with the thruster in the back, but then it has the long barrel slammed into it with the condenser and everything. Uh, and then the other shield is also weird because it's using the leftover upper chest of the Jinx on it, and it has two beam sabers in the bottom of it, and it's just like a big shield that can emit two beam sabers. It looks really cool. Mm-hmm. They actually did a model of this uh, P Bandai, and I got it because it's fucking cool. Um, Damn. Uh, just just to show it real quick also, here it is with the, in the upper right with the uh, shoulders, uh, like the skis on the shoulders. It actually moves those pieces that are on the shoulders normally to the front there. I love how that I looks. See. I see. Um, this is a fun design. Alright. This design done now. Let's talk about the Ogre Jinx. Yes. Um, the Ogre Jinx is also a Jinx 4. They... Basically, they made that Accelerate Jinx model, and then they realized, we should just make Jinx 4s. So they did the Jinx 4, uh, they did the Ogre Jinx, etc. Um, though, funnily enough, the Accelerate and the Jinx 4 are both fucking P-Bandai's. This is the only Jinx 4 you can actually buy normally. Um, hmm. The forehead on this is really cool. Uh, it still it has like the eye. It kind of has the old style of Jinx head, more so. Um, but it's got like this... Uh, forehead guard that looks like, you know, like, almost like horns and a big eye in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, the chest is just the Jinx 4 chest. The shoulders are the Jinx 4 shoulders, but they have at the ends of them armor that is based on the Age 1 Titus's beam shoulders. Uh, and it has, like, they, these can emit little spikes for tackling. Uh, same with the arms, actually. When you go down the arms, they're mostly similar to the Jinx, other than the forearms now having these beam emitters at the end for emitting more beam spikes. Uh, the waist is just the Jinx 4 waist, though the rear skirt is changed so that it can mount the uh, two swords onto the rear skirt. Uh, the upper thighs are the same as the Jinx 4. The lower thighs are beefy, though. It gets these really thick legs um, that I just I like the design of. Uh, and, the, and the feet are also like taller and thicker. Basically just designed to be more, you know, this looks like it's oriented for ground combat more so now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's a primary different weapon, uh, besides the ones we mentioned, being the uh, shoulder tackle and the needle straight, which is when it shoots the beam needles out of the arms. It has uh, the ogre swords, which are just these two big-ass curved swords that look really cool. 
Oh, uh, one other minor design change. This actually has one cool one. If you look at the uh, back of the collar, it actually adds some extra armor to the back of the collar, which is kind of cool. Oh, huh. Yep. Um, just a neat design. Uh, I, I like this guy, though. I, I don't like build divers at all, really, like the original build divers, but I do like this design a ton. Uh, it's also in a weird color scheme. It's like red and like a deep purple, which purple, of course yeah. on the model kit looks more like that. Well, eh, looks a little better on the model than some of the other purples, but yeah. Um, but then it's used as inspiration for a recolor. A recolor, the Doji Jinx. It is piloted by the guy's little brother, Doji. So it's literally the same design, but in blue and black. Also, it has a spear now. Oh yes, and it has a, it has the spear from the uh, Garaga that oh, that was that from. Okay. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Yep. Um. Is that it? Are we done? I think so. Yeah. Uh. Oh, and because the it also has the tail spear from the Garaga, so this also can have the uh, big long tail. Which you know what? That's pretty cool. Anyway. All right. I think that's it. Uh, all right. Well, Dylan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Uh, Six, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can also find my work at scanlinemedia.com and patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. I'm pretty fucking good at this. I'm special. I've done 2,000 of these podcasts. <laughs> all right. Peace. Oh